you're looking to get out of your own way and make things happen and you love inspirational tips that are based on the science of happiness and well-being, you're in the right place. It's time to default to yes, your extraordinary self. This is your host, Julie Reynolds, certified nurse coach and aromatherapist, ready to bring you those tips and make sure that we're all pointed in the right direction. Welcome, friends, uh, to what is this episode four of the Default to Yes podcast. I'm your host, your coach, Julie Reynolds, and today we're going to talk about how to be more present in our daily lives. The purpose of this podcast is really started with the intention of uh, just as setting our minds on getting up and defaulting to our best self or default to your extraordinary self. Yes. So, Let's get started. First of all, I'm on vacation this week, and we are in Orlando visiting us, visiting Spencer, our um, youngest son, and my my husband's out right now um, on a walk, hunting alligators, or finding a nice coffee shop, whichever I guess comes first. <laughs> um, we again, like on vacation, to sometimes the transition between. Uh, normal life and work and all the things that we do and being on vacation, it can be a challenging transition to get to that place where you can really relax and be focused and intentional about vacation. Now, this one was um, really intended, again, to be a break, of course, like all vacations are, and a visit with Spencer. So we have been exploring the area and just having a good time doing that. And we had a conversation about being present. And it made me think about how being present is really crucial for anyone. It helps us make better decisions. It helps us enjoy our lives more, communicate more effectively. We build stronger relationships that way with our communities, our teams. If you're leading a team, our families, our kids. So let's dive into this topic a little bit. The first thing to remember when trying to stay present is really to focus on the present moment. Our, we have a lot of things coming at us, a lot of responsibilities, lists of things to do. Our culture tends to really value being busy and having a lot of things going on. So we really first need to um, really focus on that present moment. This means letting go of distractions and worries about the future or the past. It's important to give our full attention to what's happening right now, whether that's in a meeting, a conversation with a colleague, um, or even just taking a walk outside. This doesn't just apply to vacation. Of course, it's kind of our every day. This may take some intentional planning, of course. Now, um, some things that I like to do when I'm trying to be intentional is, first of all, thought downloads are really helpful. Just offloading all of those things. And this might be something that you do before your day off, before your vacation, before a busy work day. Um, I like to schedule it regularly during my week. Um, I tend to do this on Sundays um, to get ready for the week, a thought download, and then time block. Schedule those things that need to be scheduled ahead of time, making time for the vacation to be a vacation, the day off the lunch date, the lunch break, any of those things that you that um, you just really 
want to lay down the distractions so that you can be present in the moment. So whatever that is, if it's an important meeting coming up, do a thought download real quick so you don't forget the things that are coming up or the things that you want to address in the rest of the day so you can be completely present for that moment. Now, the second strategy is staying of staying present is just to practice mindfulness. Now, mindfulness is the practice of being fully present and aware of your surroundings and your thoughts and feelings. Mindfulness and meditation sometimes gets a little, um, little confusing um, to determine like which is which. The thing to remember about mindfulness is yes, it can be times when you can do this through meditation or through breathing exercises. Um, but this, a lot of times mindfulness is just simply paying attention to your body and your surroundings. This has been one of the biggest surprises in my own journey. I would never have imagined what an impact that even just five or 10 minutes every morning could make. It's a way of training your brain to stop that flight of ideas, the chatter um, that's going on there, and then just to notice and not judge and trust that all those things will come back. That's the big thing is we always say, um, be joyful, not judgy, right? But not to judge those thoughts, just to notice they're coming, notice they're going, and just trust that those also those thoughts will come back. So what I guess I'm saying is that even if you get distracted in the moment when you were trying to be present, notice the thoughts, let them go, trust they'll come back if they're important. And then again, if you've done your thought download, you already have it written down. Now, a third strategy for staying present is to avoid multitasking. We tend to think that multitasking is uh, something to be really proud of and or something that is even possible. While it might seem like you're being more productive by doing multiple things at once, it actually takes away from your ability to focus on each task and be fully present in the moment. Try to focus on one task at a time and give it your full attention until it's complete. Now, again, I really believe that multitasking is a bit of a myth, and um, I can probably prove it on a daily basis. Have you ever just been going somewhere and forgot what you were there for? It's probably because you have something else going on in your head, or you were trying to complete two tasks at the same time. Maybe you were going to um, get something, and you stop and have a conversation, and you think that you're going to remember, but and then you don't. It's because really multitasking is a myth. Now, I work, I am a nurse, and I work with a lot of nurses, and we kind of pride ourselves on being able to multitask, to be able to do a lot of things, and we're expected to do a lot of things all at one time. And that's when I just, I think I take that saying from baseball, uh, the faster the play, the slower you go. Remember the multitasking really is not possible for our brains, and that it's important that we just do one thing at a time. We can, with good planning, can map, map that out and be able to actually be more efficient that way. You're probably multitasking right now. We almost can't help ourselves. You might be driving. You might be thinking, I'll, I'll listen to this while I clean out the drawer. I can't tell you how many times I've been listening to a podcast or a book that I wanted to hear and thinking that I could just clean out this drawer, I can organize this folder, I can fix a, a meal while I'm listening. And nope, 
sometimes not even getting ready in the morning can I listen to something and really take it in. So proving to myself over and over again that multitasking just really isn't as sufficient as we maybe tend to think that it is or could be. Now, moving on to the fourth strategy is to set time aside for reflection. Reflection allows us to process our thoughts and emotions and helps us to better understand our experiences. By taking time to reflect, you can identify areas where you need to improve and develop strategies to be more present in the future. So you might want to take some time to say, what worked for me today? What didn't work for me today? And look at where, where the obstacles arose and those things that maybe that you could have done differently. Maybe that's going to mean that you discovered that you were multitasking and maybe it would have been more efficient to do one thing at a time, whatever that is. So I like to do um, that thought download early in my week so that I'm not distracted all week in getting things done. And then my reflection a lot of times will happen at the end of the day and then again at the end of the week to see what actually got finished. Um, we can call, call it a lot of things, but so if you, this is also a time management strategy that I use is that on Sunday or Monday to plan the week to thought, thought download, schedule those things that need to get done. And then on Friday or Saturday, take some time for reflection, see what got done, see what, what didn't get done and why. And just really look at how we can better go about things so that we can really be present in the moment because that's where we find the joy and the fulfillment. We discover meaning and purpose. We overcome obstacles that way and we really nurture that awareness. Now, finally, it's important to prioritize self-care. Taking care of yourself physically, emotionally, and mentally is crucial for being present and focused. I just today even experienced that, that on vacation, I don't get great sleep uh, in the hotel, um, out of maybe we're doing more things, whatever the reason is, you've been on vacation before, so you know that maybe sometimes that is a disruption in some of that care that you take for granted, those routines that keep you on track. So I had to take a moment to just take a nap this afternoon, which is something that I don't a lot of times do, especially on vacation when I could be out exploring. So took a nap to get just to hit that reset button. That will help me be present and focused later this afternoon and be able to spend time with my family. It allows me to be focused to record this and talk to you this afternoon because I took some time to prioritize that self-care. Make sure you're getting enough sleep, eating a healthy diet, and engaging in the activities that bring you joy and help you to relax. These are the things that, are go that we're going to talk about along the way, and for good reason, because we're on a journey. We don't always get it right. We make the best choices we can. We have habits that work for us, and it's okay. <laughs> it just is. There are some times that things just don't like, get off track. Sometimes we intend to do something, and we don't. It's, that's when we can reflect and notice. But we can only do that if we're present, if we're not always focused on the past and beating ourselves up for what went wrong 
and we're always focused on the future of what we're going to do better. Just notice, be aware, and again, focus on being joyful, not judgy. Focus on progress, not perfection. Accept that we're never going to have it all figured out all at the same time. And we have awesome and awful moments all at the same time. And that's also being part of present, being present, which is a lot of times why we don't do it, because sometimes it's just uncomfortable. I will say before the, even today, before I made the decision to go ahead and take the nap, it was an awful moment. I felt tired. I felt icky. I couldn't make a decision. There were a lot of things and really just actually a power nap made all the difference. So that was maybe an awful moment, but an awesome moment can exist at the same time. So we need to embrace both is what I'm saying. So being present means that sometimes it's going to feel awful and sometimes it's going to feel awesome. And we take both of those. We notice them. We don't judge them. We notice that we just stay on the track of progress, not perfection. And we move through the journey And when we do that, when we allow ourselves the grace to embrace both and not judge, then we can move more forward more freely. So those are some of the strategies that I use for staying present in the moment. And remember, being present isn't just about being physically present. It's also mentally and emotionally present. When we incorporate strategies into our daily routines. That's when we can become a more effective leader. We can build stronger relationships with our teams, better relationships with our family and our friends, and everything is joy comes easier. Being present in the moment is something that we all really strive for. And with our busy schedules and endless to-do lists, it can be challenging. I would say, especially in the workplace, when some of those things seem to be coming from the outside. But ask yourself, if you're present, ask yourself where that pressure really, truly is coming from. Almost always, it's a perceived pressure that we're under that we get to call the shots on. So being present can also help with that, releasing the pressure, taking one thing at a time, and efficiently moving through our day. So here are a couple quick tips. I'm going to kind of wrap this up um, just to incorporate in your day. I want you to try these things today um, as you seek to implement the strategies that we've talked about to eliminate distractions, to be mindful, to prioritize and focus on what you have, what, um, sorry, to focus on what you want to be focused on, reflect and show up for yourself the way that you want to. All right, so take a few deep breaths when you feel yourself getting overwhelmed. You can even try that right now. Take a deep breath in. And just blow it out. So breathe in that freedom. Release all the tension. I'm going to include in the show notes a a one breathing exercise that I use that I think might be very helpful in your day. So check that out. Go to uh, reimaginewellness.org forward slash yes. And that's where you'll find the link um, for this breathing exercise in in this episode's notes. So just when you feel yourself getting overwhelmed, take a few deep breaths and calm your mind and bring your focus back to the present moment. 
practicing mindfulness. Try to focus on the task at hand. Give yourself, give it your full attention, whether it's in cooking dinner, taking a walk, working on a project, immerse yourself in that present moment and let go of distractions. Start to notice when you're cooking or when you're walking. Notice the sound of your steps. Notice the things that you see and smell and just bring in all of the senses and that will help you. That's mindfulness. That'll help you stay present in the moment and also help you discover some things that that really bring you joy that maybe you didn't notice before. At the time that I'm recording this, it is the season that the Christian church observes as Lent. And that is a 40 days season leading up to Easter. And there's an emphasis around fasting. And today's fast uh, for for me was, or I guess it was a fast challenge, is fasting sound. And that was to fast, fast sounds for an hour to turn off music, TV, phone, and just power down. And then see what comes up for you. So I encourage you, it doesn't have to be a Lent practice. This could be something we do consistently as part of our mindfulness practice. Ask yourself questions. Are you restful or more restless during that time of silence? In your mind, um, is there more or less distractions coming up? Are there more thoughts generated during that time? And how do you feel during that time? Is the aloneness of being in silence, is it comforting or unsettling? So just ask yourself some questions about how you feel when you take a moment to just really be silent. And that is a great mindfulness practice in its in itself. Okay, so we've talked about, um, let's see, we've talked about practicing mindfulness, putting away your phone, taking breaks. It's really important to take breaks through the day, even if it's just for a few minutes. Use that time to clear your mind and refocus on the present moment. Take a couple of deep breaths and give yourself that gift. Call it a reset, call it a pause, give it a name, make it a ritual, do it intentionally throughout your day. And again, embrace imperfection. We a lot of times get stressed out trying to make everything perfect, but it's important to remember that imperfection is a part of life. Accepting imperfection can help us stay present and enjoy the moment. So remember being present is not just about being physically present and also about, it's also about being mentally and emotionally present. By incorporating all of these strategies into your daily routine, it can be really simple, it doesn't have to be complicated, but you can become a more effective leader, nurse, entrepreneur, build stronger relationships with your friends, your family, and your teens. Thank you so much for listening today. I consider it a complete honor to be on this journey with you. Uh, My intention is to equip, to empower, to remind whatever it is that you need today to be able to show up for yourself in the way that you want to, to serve, to influence, and show up in the world the, the way you want to. So I thank you for listening to the Default to Yes podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. And any of the show notes or links that I referenced can be found on reimaginewellness.org forward slash yes. You can follow me on social media. Please join the private Facebook uh, community, the Default to Yes podcast community. 
that's where we can connect and you can connect with others in the community that might be listening and love to hear your feedback and love to hear your questions, your comments, topics that you want to want us to cover here. I, again, thank you for joining me on the journey. Consider it a complete honor to, um, to be here with you and to be your coach as you remember to show up every day and default to your extraordinary self. Thanks for listening to the Default to Yes podcast. Be sure to visit reimaginewellness.org forward slash yes. The link is in the show notes. This is where you can find the link to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover some bonus content. If you loved this episode and found it helpful, subscribe and leave a review. I will love your feedback. I appreciate you taking time to tune in and I'm honored to be on the journey with you as you default to yes, your extraordinary self.